Welcome to another episode of the Talking Shop Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Josh, from Grand Slam Cards in Rock Hill, along with Michael over at Medium Rare Cards on Instagram. We are Jacobless tonight, so it's just us two. We are live and ready to talk some shop. Yes. Quick rundown. We're going to do the opening rip. We're going to talk a little Turkey Day, Turkey Day week. Um, talk about what's hitting the shop uh, this week. Uh, dive into what I thought was a great segment last time, sort of hobby news. We're going to kick around some hobby news. Cards from the vault. And then crazy stat of the week. Sound good? We ready to go? Sounds great. Now I see it. See, I've got to like drive all these banners at like I don't even know where anything is anymore. So just bear with me, folks. So opening rip time. Josh, are you ready for Turkey Day? Talk to me. Always ready for Turkey Day. Because I don't have to prepare any of it. Actually, I was given one job to bring to the family Thanksgiving meal, and that's rolls. I have to bring the rolls. Because they know my I wife is out of town. And even Rolls is going to be pushing it. <laughs> Where are you headed? So I uh, just over to my parents' house here in town. Okay. So we all kind of live in this area now, Charlotte, Rock Hill area. So we're going to all, all be here. My wife's going back to Texas to be with her family, um, visit them for the, for the holiday. And I'll be here with five boys working, playing some Call of Duty. That'll what? be Modern Warfare 3. Me and my kids all what? have that game, so we play that. We're going to get a good bit of that in this weekend and eat some food. How about you? Nice. you going anywhere? We are. We're heading to Charleston, <clears throat> and, and I am. I told my parents we're going to be having it at their house, but I'm doing all the cooking, so pray for my family. No, I actually like, I actually like cooking. I like cooking. Do you? Are you a turkey guy? Do you like eating turkey? Absolutely. <laughs> hey guys, if you're a turkey guy, oh, drop it in the comments. So I'm we'll a turkey guy ham. too. It'll be ham as well, but turkey will be number one. I like all the things. I like little bits and pieces like turkey, ham, stuffing, cranberry, all of it, and then I just make a pig of myself. And then pass out in front of the TV. Watch so, some football. Yeah. Hopefully some make the boys do that. You make the boys do all the all the dishes afterwards? No. We I we have what? We have good women in our household and uh oh. and my dad my dad will help oh, out. Oh, you that. did not just go there. <laughs> Put them boys to work. It's that's, like that's what we have all the kids for, right? Here's the trick. I've after fifteen years of marriage, this is the trick how you never have to do dishwasher do dishes and if not you go with I the mean, whole you do them terrible and then they never ask you to do it again i'm gonna kill you well that was exactly my answer oh, so. joshua <laughs> and it's now gotten to the point where when i offer it's like no you'll just screw it up and you don't load the dishwasher right just let me do it all right i'll go play some video games get out of your hair awful Awful. How do you how do you load a dishwasher? Guys, you guys have tuned in to the Talking Shop podcast and we're talking about how to load a dishwasher right. 
Well, sorry. I'm I'm against the people that spend all their time washing the dishes first before putting oh, them in there. Oh, I don't there. do that. Yeah, I don't do that. Or even like heavily rinsing them off. Like that's the dishwasher's job, right? Yeah, but then if you miss on the wrong side, half a cheeseburger gets in the dot in the dishwasher. Well, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to that extreme, <laughs> but <laughs> let the dishwasher do its job. I, uh, I just yeah, prefer paper yeah. plates, paper plates and plastic silverware. I just throw it all away. That we can be aligned on. I, I, more paper plates. My wife, uh, I got married at age 28 and I didn't have a single dish. I didn't own a single dish. I ate out every meal of every day until we got married at age 28. So my wife come over and like, Josh has no dishes. Josh has nothing in the kitchen. The kitchen hasn't even been used except for the oven for oven pizzas. I mean, that was it. The microwave. I have a, I have a good wife. I have a good wife. You do. Holy cow. Good with a capital G. My goodness. Mackie is chiming in. Mackie. It's good seeing you saying my name is big Al and I hit dingers. Very good. Hey, before we get out of the opening rip, um, give a, uh, a quick, uh, synopsis of what's happening for the holiday, uh, in the shop, uh, Thursday, yep. obviously you're closed, correct? Yep. And then yep. Friday and Saturday we've teased this. It's sort of a black Friday, black Saturday thing, but, uh, yep. give us the, the lowdown on what's happening there. Yeah. So I should have probably sent you this, um, here, I'll put it on camera since I've got a handy dandy camera here. So we're going to open just a little bit early on uh, Saturday. What am I looking for? Boom. Here we go. I'm going to show it on my phone. This is cheating, but bulk Friday blowout. This is actually Friday and Saturday. Uh, High-end singles down to all of our bargain boxes, which we have been spending a bunch of time getting prepared. Cards are priced to sell. So we're going to open at... Get my uh, do do there. We go. We're gonna open at 10 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock on Black Friday. Um, we'll save the super early bird stuff for the big box stores. Everyone can go do that, go home, chill for a little bit, come see us at 10. But we've got uh, the spot two doors down. We're gonna load it with all sorts of bargain boxes and price this stuff to move stuff. Y'all haven't seen. If you're regular to the shop, this is all stuff that hasn't been out yet. And so uh, we're getting that stuff all ready to go. So Friday and Saturday, that will be going on. There'll be some in-store specials too. A lot of stuff on the gaming side, some slower moving older product there. We're going to blow out at some nice discounted prices. So now you've mentioned a couple of use cases. I was thinking, I was thinking, Hey, if you know, if you know what your uh, person likes hobby wise this is a good opportunity but you even brought up hey if you need inventory for some upcoming shows this is a a good this would be a good place to get it um so guys come down to the shop i know that i'm going to try to make it there saturday uh, and see if i could rifle through a couple of these boxes and and add to the pc or or find some there's some stuff there's there's gonna be old stuff there's gonna be new stuff lower end higher end mid-range Lots of one, three, five, ten dollar cards, tons of stuff to go through. 
take you all day to go fantastic. through it. So. Fantastic. So that is Friday and Saturday. We hope to see you guys there. And now we get to talk about what's going to be hitting the shelves at the shop this week. New in the shop. Josh, let's, uh, let's get a few things tell everybody going. about what's happening at the shop. Yeah. So um, Wednesday, there's a few products hitting. Um, what's tomorrow? Tuesday. So if you are here tomorrow, there's a product called Leaf Gold Soccer. Uh, we're going to have that. I think it arrives comes out Wednesday, but hint, hint, it's going to arrive tomorrow. Um, another big anticipated release is NBA Hoops. That is Wednesday. Normally, you'd say NBA Hoops. That's kind of like an entry-level, low-end, not very good basketball product. But it's going to be the first product, I believe, with uh, these rookies in their pro uniforms. So, for the Wembenyama guys wanting Spurs uniform stuff, um, NBA hoops will be Wednesday. Um, and then a big National Treasures collegiate football. So for the guys that like National Treasure football but want to save a few bucks because of the collegiate uniforms, that's Wednesday as well. Um, and then I think Museum Baseball is Wednesday also. We still have a little bit of Lorcana on the shelves right now and a little bit more coming Wednesday. So for my Lorcana peeps, come see us then. And then um, Pokemon 151, that's been a hard one for us to get. We've sold out of it whenever we get it, and we've got some more of that coming Wednesday. And what else? Oh, and we sold out of a bunch of stuff over the weekend so the shelves are a little thin and we've got fill-in stuff coming tomorrow and wednesday for the sports shelf as well so plenty of stuff in time for a big busy weekend gaming side lorcana side and sports side um josh i know you always poo poo on soccer but guys um i've taken a look at this leaf soccer checklist and uh and it's one of these products that does not have any base in it. It's one autograph, one relic in a box. Uh, yep. I know Josh, you, you were kicking around a price um, uh, that you may have it at, but um, all it's the like names. 50 a box. Yeah. How much? 59 a box, I believe is what we'll have it at. So some of the names on this checklist are bananas. On the autograph checklist for this product, Ronaldo and Messi are in this product. Um, I saw that. Uh, Erling Holland's in this product. All the names that you would want in a product as far as autographs in are in this product. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if I'm... You said, I know Holland is on the Game Use Jersey checklist. Is he on... The auto checklist too. He is on the auto checklist, and so is. Um, All right. So My is So stop by the shop, pick that up. I might. You may see me at the shop picking a little bit of that up. That would be a fun rip, a quick rip, and uh, if you're looking for some autos of soccer greats, this sounds like maybe a product to to try out. So that is new in the shop. Um, now let's go to 
It's going to say behind the counter on the screen, but it's going to be hobby news. Actually, no. Jacob created a hobby news yeah. banner for us. Thank you. Thank you. Saving us. So if you saw the thumbnail, it's uh, we're going to lead with Shohei, and I sent this in the the chat. Look over my shoulder. Oh, wait. Look over my shoulder. What team I'm representing. I'm a big Cubs fan. What would you do? Oh, my gosh, Josh. What would you do if Shohei ended up in Chicago? Uh, (laughs) Would you have to start up another PC? Maybe. If his contract's like 10 years, you got to feel like uh, it'd be a good one to PC for Cubs fans. But I would definitely think about it. I I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. I mean, come on. To be the face of the frame. Here's the, I'll be devil's advocate as much as I want this to be true. It says, from multiple sources today, the Chicago Cubs are planning to make Shohei Otani a massive offer to be the face of the franchise. He is their primary focus in free agency. But couldn't you say that with anybody that's pursuing him? I mean, the Dodgers are going to make a massive offer. You know, all these big teams are going to make massive offers, right? Yeah. And they all want him to be the face of their franchise. So, oh, well, Lord, it would, how sweet it would be. Uh, now, we are not a baseball podcast. We are a card podcast. What destination, in your opinion, and let us know in the comments if you're catching this live or on the replay, would be the best place for the hobby for Shohei to end up and why so, hear me out here. I may sound biased, but I think a team like the Cubs would because everyone expects Yankees and Dodgers and look at like the Mookie Betts and the Anthony Rizzo's and they go to these teams that are kind of expected and there's just not much of a shift in hobby. You know, there's no big, Cause it's just kind of like, eh, it's expected. They blend into the bright lights of whatever big market team it is, but a team like the Cubs, which is a big market cause it's Chicago. It just has a different feel to it, which yeah. is why this Twitter post makes such big news. Um, I think it's gotta be that it's gotta be somewhat of a contender and the Cubs, although, they had the playoffs on lock and then peed it down their leg last minute. Otani could be that. And they've got, you know, they got Greg Council, the new manager yep. who does a, who did a really awesome job with the Brewers as much as I hated him there. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like that would be a team. I'm even thinking like the Mariners, you know, I've heard them as maybe being a potential spot, you know, for our, our boy Jerome here at the shop, you know, he's an Otani guy and he's a Red Sox guy. So it would be like yep. perfect world. Yeah. But Red Sox have kind of, you know, not been the Yankees and the Dodgers. Uh, I would love to hear other people's take on somewhere besides the Dodgers or the Astros or the Yankees. You know, sometimes I feel like the Rangers is just such a, just a team where there's just there won't get a lot of hobby love. For some reason, I think the Cubs it it would. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think I, I tend to agree with you there as far as the Cubs, but not the Cubs. I I think um, a little stronger team. 
No, like, no, I, no. Like, I, I just, for me, I'm just not a Cubs guy. So, but you're on the right. I think I agree Braves. with you in the fact that Braves. Um, so I would, I'd love to see him on the Braves, but for the hobby, I think what happens is that when a guy is not the guy on a team, then there, there's that competition for who the alpha is on a team. I think for the Cubs, he would be, I, he would clearly be the alpha Yeah, on the Cubs. And the face of the team in the city. And, and the face of the team. Like if he went to the Braves, it'd be great for the Braves, right? But Acuna is the alpha there. And so there, there may even be some infighting in the, in the clubhouse to, to see who the alpha is. So he needs to go to a place, number one, where he's the alpha, and number two, that they've got a chance to win because that's the only place that, that he needs to go. He does not need to go and just disappear. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I love the Cubs as a pick, um, but I just don't know if for the hobby that would be the, the ideal spot. You know, um, I think if I'm him, I would want to go Atlanta just because that lineup is just, it would just be insane. They would be really hard. Be nowhere to hide. <laughs> they yep. led the majors in home runs this year without them. Could you imagine? Yep. I mean, you know, that, so what do you, where do you put them? You just DH them? Is that where you, that's that, that, or you throw them yeah. over at first base? Then what do you do with Matt Olson? I mean, so like I said, we're not a baseball podcast. We're a card podcast. Um, you know, either way, I think his cards are going to get a bump from this and then seeing him in another uniform um, is going to be great uh, for, for the hobby, a team like the Cubs, you know, to me, I, I don't know who, where he would fit, but to see him on that Orioles team, because they're on the upswing, um, yeah. you, you know, to see him play, then then he gets to play the Yankees and the Red Sox, be part of a legendary program. It'd be kind of weird seeing him in orange, but you know, Super. it's just a bunch of kids. Those are a bunch of kids over there. So uh, even though Adley seems to be the alpha there, I think he would he would gladly hand that over to Shohei and have him be the face of that franchise. I think that'd be cool. So. Yeah, I saw another article where it was either the Yankees or the Dodgers, I think, said they were going to make a massive offer for Trout and Otani, both. So I don't know how much that has, but. Yeah. Someone said, well, there it says, why would any team this in that post is, why would any team offer this dude a half a billion dollars? I'd say, because he'll sell a billion dollars in jerseys alone. I mean. Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. That's Let's catch right up there. on some of the chat here. Um, <clears throat> pairing him with Harper. This is from Derek. Pairing him with Harper would be the best combo in today's game. Power combo. Yeah, but you got you got Schwarber as the DH there, which would also be yeah. you got three big big bats there. But where do you play Absolutely. him? Absolutely. Um, you know, Derek also chimes in. Atlanta's front office has already come out saying that they don't have much money this off season. Mm. And then lastly, Derek saying giants would be a perfect spot stays on the West coast. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see for me. I think if he went to a place that had a lot of hype, 
where he could be the alpha and uh, they have a chance to win, I think a, pl- a, pl- a place like Baltimore would be great because they have they have a healthy farm system and they could trade all those prospects away and then they can they can afford them there. So yeah, we'll see. Derek, Derek says Schwarber goes to left. Yeah, I thought that too. He's just a little bit of a liability out there, but yeah, if it means you got Otani in your lineup, heck yeah, you do that. Yep. Uh, for the um, hobby wise, anywhere he goes is going to be. People are just going to be like, "Thank God he's out of the Angels organization right, now. Maybe right. he can go win a ring or something somewhere." Speaking of Otani, this card was pulled. I saw the clip of it. So My reaction one, would be the same reaction those guys up above are having if I had pulled it. Oh my goodness! I mean, so now all now the chase in definitive is is the one one of Otani and Babe Ruth pitching. So super yep, cool. It's a shame it gets pulled in a break group. You know what I mean? The good old days where a guy would have bought a box in a hobby shop and opened it up there. And you know, now you got these D bag college guys <laughs> with these boxes <laughs> left and right. Tell us how you really feel. Tell us ah. how you really feel. Hey, real quick. Um, the next thing that I want to uh, show here is this. So, and there was some confusion on this. This came through yeah, our chat. If you guys are watching this. Clear this up for um, me if you have any. In- yeah. So this is about those one of one debut patches that are coming out of Top Chrome update. Yeah. So, um, and, and I do have an answer for you because we saw this. I think this came across, I don't know, there's not a date on this. It was like a couple day, like a day after our last podcast episode. Yeah. And so what Tops is doing, as a, and if you guys are <clears throat> listening to this and not watching it, this is as a way of guaranteeing that the 101 debut patch autograph cards are handled with care. Tops is holding the cards back from actual packs. Instead, collectors will find a new type of redemption card a white glove exchange. If you do pull one of these, Tops is offering to send your card directly to grading for free to BGS, SGC, or CGC. As you'd expect, you can also elect to have the raw card sent directly to you. The, the These white glove exchange cards never expire. So a couple things. Fanatics is learning <laughs> about... Um, the painful redemption stuff that people with Panini go through when things expire. Um, because it just, you know, the, it's never happened to me. I've seen, I've seen it happen to people where they buy an older box of wax, they pull a huge redemption and it's expired. And the heartbreaking ones that are the ones that expire like three days before they open the box. Yeah. So, um, so well, number one, they've learned that lesson. These are not, and they're not autographed cards, so that makes these? it easier for them to claim. These right? are autographed cards. Oh, the one-on-one patches have autographs too? They are. They are. Let me, so let they me probably, show you. They probably then have right. all the cards. Because yeah. here's the confusion. Confusion. I'm like, cool. All of, them, all of them are white glove. No, they're not. Because this one sold right. on eBay. Yeah, that threw and us for a loop. It did. And the reason why is that these patches are available in the Breakers Delight product. 
Okay. Meaning Don't they're ask not me why. Like in that product. Right. They are live in Breaker's Delight. But in Hobby and in Jumbo, the redemptions that never expire. So I saw the Volpe, which I don't know who was offering the bounty, but somebody pulled it a couple days ago. So that's off oh. the table. Yeah, that was 150 th- grand was the bounty on that, either Dave grand. and Adams or Blowout. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so um, your thoughts on this? I've never heard of this guy. His sold for 2000 I know another pitcher that I've never heard of sold for 4000 Thoughts on this and thoughts about them offering it in one of the formats, but not the other two live. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like Breakers Delight product for one, because you know my thought on Breakers. I, they've Big breaking has ruined the hobby. Um, I'm a fan of breaking as a whole. It's a long story, but yeah, I don't like these Breakers Delight boxes being, I think it all needed to be dealt with in one way, but there's probably other reasons behind that as well. But we sold every box of Tops Update Chrome out. We sold out on Saturday, and I probably would have sold more had I had it on the shelf. But uh, yeah, the fun the fun of the chase of this was part of the reason, and it's just a good product. Um, and we just had a busy weekend. But yeah, I was when, when no namers are selling for two grand, whew. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the to... overall idea. I hope they do this every year. You know, I like these ideas for sure. Yeah. I was listening to another content creator, Neo Cards and Comics, a big fan of his. Check out his channel. He was saying that he gets a f- sort of a funky feeling that Tops knows which ones are still out in boxes. Like they know if they're all one of ones and there's a stack of them that were not put in the Breakers yeah. Delight, they're all sitting at Tops. So they know which ones are out and which ones aren't. Sure. And it's yeah. just. I don't know, man. I get a fucking feeling about that too. It just sort of smells funny. It just sort of, you know. Well, yeah, know. and I would, I mean, I would be very, if I have a product that I can sell and it's very desirable because there's cards that haven't been pulled yet and people are still chasing it, why on earth would you put those in the first wave of product going out? So yeah. that always smells a little fishy to me, but. Um, we'll see. I just, you know, this is something I think that is fantastic. And when, when fanatics gets that football product and that basketball product and the number one quarterback taken in the draft has a debut patch coming off of his Jersey. Holy cow. Yeah. It's going to go nuts. All right. I know that, uh, we got to keep moving here. Yikes. Mm. Yikes. Out for the season. Here's the silver lining. He's super young. He's good. He just needs to heal and come back and and rock and roll. We've seen it with Acuna, and we've seen it with Otani, and we've seen it with Brady, and we've seen it with – well, Mahomes wasn't out super long, you know, when he hurt his knee on that sneak. But these guys are at some point in their career going to get injured. They're going to be out. Now you just got to be patient with their cards. You know, people are going to dump the cards now and move on. Just be patient. He's going to be a good quarterback for a long time. I get it, right? <clears throat> I get it. But quarterbacks, you they, you just don't play football as long as you do baseball. 
and so he's losing another season. Yeah, but you play longer than so a running would, back. Would you would you classify Joe Burrow as Acuna or Otani, or would you classify him now as Trout? Like, just can't stay on the field. No. Or is it too he, early? This, to tell? It's too early. This is correct me if I'm wrong. This is the only season he's been hampered with injury. No, he he's he been to that. AC, Towards ACL his first season. Okay, you're right. Well, then so then he, but he's been to the Super Bowl for mm-hmm. the AFC Championship game. Yep. He hasn't been. He's a rookie in 2020, so he hasn't been in the league very long. Nope. Um, I I, I count this. I count this like Acuna. I hope so, because this kid could be the face of the league, right? Yeah. Because Herbert, I mean, he's flaming out. This kid seemed like he was turning the corner. I just, you know, for the hobby, if we reel this back in and talk about the hobby, you know, it's it just a cautionary tale, man. Yeah. I mean, I, his, I know, his problem is like what Derek said. He's He's been under pressure so much. It's not even funny. I, I am definitely not worried about Burrow long term. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Their careers aren't as long as baseball players, but quarterbacks like him play ten plus years pretty easily. I mean, look at Rodgers. Dude's thirty nine, tore his ACL or whatever he tore, and or his Achilles, and he'll probably be back by the end of the season, if not for sure at the beginning of next season at thirty nine, and he'll probably play a few more years. So. I don't give up on Burrow. Burrow's Burrow's going to be good, and a lot can change in three or four years based on offensive line pickups and other weapons. And yeah, way way too early. I think it's more of an Acuna than it is. Uh, uh, who was the other guy you said? Otani. Well, you said is he a, an Acuna or is he a Trout? Did you say Trout? Yeah, is he Acuna slash Otani, or is he a Trout? So. We'll see. Trout, uh, had, do wanna... Trout had what ten years of injury-free baseball. I mean, Trout's just been the last couple seasons late in his career. Like, yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. It's early in his career. I think if this end, if this happens later in his career, and he sort of fades away, <clears throat> but he's got a lot of time to sort of come back, recover from this, and make his case. I, I do want to come back to a comment from Seven Cards. He said, "Mr. Michael." Your favorite young soccer player, Gavi, tore his ACL yesterday playing for the national team. They'll be out for six months. Again, cautionary tale. We've said it on this podcast before. This is a hobby, right? Collect who you like. And if something happens to him like this, you can still enjoy the cards and root for them to come back. Everybody loves a comeback story. So... um. All right, last thing, and then we're going to move on to cards from the shop. Leaf gets purchased again. Is it again or just purchased? I think I think I'm thinking of HGA got purchased again, but Leaf trading cards purchased by Orange Mountain Capital, a legend in the hobby. <clears throat> just kidding, I've never heard of him, or as you would say, never heard of her. Um. Thoughts on this, Josh? Do you think this is somebody you, propping up Leaf to fatten them up for the kill or somebody that says, you know what, they've got a niche in the hobby 
and yeah, fanatics, I, we're going to be here for a while. Yeah, I lean more to the latter. I think this is to the outsider than the casual collector. Probably nothing will change that they are aware of, if I had to guess. But yeah. Leaf's a great product. I, we sold, you'll see in hits from the shop, we sold a bunch of the uh, autographed football jerseys and had some sweet ones pulled in the store. So uh, I love Leaf products because of the price and the value and what you get and can potentially get. And yeah, I think this is probably just a, you know, ownership change and they'll just continue to function like usual. And I would think anytime a new company acquires, they want to, they want to improve it a little bit. So maybe you'll see something, uh, maybe you'll see a little deeper pockets or a little further reach with, they get some pretty big names already. So yeah, I think it's a good thing, but I bet you to the naked, to the casual person, there wouldn't be, if you didn't keep your nose to the, to the news, you probably wouldn't even know or notice a difference in the future. Well, hopefully they keep pumping out products that look like the stuff we're about to see and hits from the shop. Yeah. That up. So again, I do. I sometimes don't do the greatest job of taking pictures of customer polls. A lot of this product doesn't get opened in the store. We sell it. They go home and open it. Every now and again, we'll get a picture sent to us. But here's a few things. So this is pulled today, actually. Uh, out of Super Glow, we had some of the Super Glow boxes just sitting on the shelf for a while. Um, the customer that opened this was actually trying to get non-sports card autographs. Because, and I told him, I said, Charlie Sheen got pulled out of this from the shop at one point, this product. So if you want something that's non-sport autograph, you might try this Super Glow stuff. And he was super stoked with this. Oh, so thought, that's number to five, Chevy Chase. How? I mean, how could you not? I mean, we're, my family is going to start watching Christmas Vacation right after Thanksgiving. This guy's going to be on our television for every day until Christmas. All right, let's get through the rest of these. Uh, Same product, CJ Stroud Auto. Wow, awesome. Again, when this product came out, you know, these guys were still draft picks. But uh, then some of the Leaf autographed football jerseys, we've now officially sold out of these. But here's some of the big ones out of the case. we got Marino, OJ Simpson. If you look closely, there's a little bit of blood on that one still. Oh, I was about to say, this come with the gloves? <laughs> we made all those jokes in this store. Uh, uh, Drew Brees. That's pretty sweet. That's kind of a banger of a jersey there. This was sweet. Number to 15, little quad jersey out of certified. Oh, that's nice. Uh, customer hit that on Saturday out of Panini Black. This is number to 25, little Will Levis triple patch. Uh, this is not only a refractor out of Topps Chrome update, but it's the image variation. That's sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. That's like a hundred dollar card. Yeah. Um, what else we got? This was a card that a customer pulled in store via redemption, uh, redeemed the card, got the card. We submitted it to PSA for them and got the old PSA 20, the nice. 10, 10. So that's a, a big card. Customer sent me this, pulled it out of a archives box, number nine, number to 99, a little on card De La Cruz. And I know that's not licensed, but that card is beautiful. So yep. these are a couple, these things aren't super easy to pull. These are the Jurassic Park variations out of the new Magic Ixalan product. Oh, that's cool. If you're, if you're a Jurassic Park fan. These are little chaser cards inside that product, but oh, uh, one card's called Dino DNA and the other one's the. <laughs> Uh, you know, the big 
the big dinosaur. But uh, number to 10, Boys of Summer insert. This was out of, what product was this out of? Chronicles. Yeah. Number to 10, Ryan Sandberg for the Cubbies. Uh, this, I had to do a little research on this guy. I, I recognized the face, but then I realized the face is probably just who he impersonates. This guy is a, um, like an aeronautics engineer, retired and Einstein impersonator. Oh, that's Bill, cool. Billy Wasserman. Benny Wasserman or something. I don't know. Card's not very valuable, but, uh, and I can't remember if we showed this off last week. This came out of tier one, a little number to five Mookie Betts button. Um, and then a customer hit this, um, Corbin Carroll, little mini auto out of Allen and Ginter. Oh, uh, cool. the mangas. Yeah. So out of prism draft basketball, it's no Wemby, but, uh, all of those mangas are sellable, good sellable cards out of that. So thought that was pretty cool. I think that's, that's all of them. Oh, then the story here, if you look closely, it's hard to see with our banner on there. This was golden auctions, Instagram page. They featured this card. Our customer pulled this card from the shop. Uh, we submitted it for grading for them. They got a 10. It's numbered to 10. It's the gold Banchero Kaboom. It's numbered one of 10. The last one brought through auction $16,000. Oh my gosh. And so they're <laughs> hoping this one brings at least that through Golden. So that card is apparently at Golden now, ready to be auctioned. So we'll keep you posted on a further podcast what it actually sells for because I'm friends with the customer that pulled it. So Awesome. All right. Um, as a quick reminder, get out to the shop, Black Friday, Black Saturday. Um, what was the name? You coined it. It was like a bulk Bulk something. Yeah. You called you it go. you called it singles night or something like yeah. that. Or single, yeah. But <laughs> bulk card, bulk single blowout, basically just cards, single cards in bulk or individually, price to move Friday and Saturday. Absolutely. Come hang out at the shop, load up on some singles. Josh, let's wrap things up with crazy. Wait, before we do crazy stat. Facebook yeah. user, did you see the Bills 32 allegedly jersey at yesterday's game? I did see that, but I don't get it. Am I the only person that doesn't get this? Is that OJ related or? I have no clue. I didn't see it. So a customer, had, a, a, a fan at the at the, at the the game had a Bills jersey on, number 32, and the name on the back said allegedly. <laughs> go back to, uh, go back to uh, the OJ. He's 32, right? Maybe that was in... That had to be um, maybe in response yeah, to that, right? Is it? OJ related. He did say OJ related. So there it is, 32. So yeah. yeah, now I get it. And that's actually funny. I did see that, I think, on Instagram or something. Oh, that <laughs> that's hilarious. Funny. Well, I don't have a stat of the week. Maybe you do, but I know that I we shared this. We shared this <clears throat> yeah. in our, pro, in our uh, group chat. The Philadelphia Eagles have officially released... Offensive lineman Bernard Williams. He's 51. He hasn't played in the NFL since 1994 because he was suspended six games for smoking weed. Uh, he never applied for reinstatement and was uh, remained on the team's suspended list all you know, these years. I thought that. You was know, this reminds me of this reminds me of Office Space. You know, due to some, yes, he's sitting there with his red stapler. Material. Yeah. 
Yeah, due to some glitch in the payroll, he's just been receiving a, a check all these years. So yeah, they fixed the glitch. So the Eagles have fixed the glitch. So the glitch. I have a couple little stats here. Um, no, I have three. So let's let's do this really quick. I'm going to show it on my screen too. So if you're watching. Brady's entire career at Gillette Stadium. Uh, wrong screen, Michael. Wrong screen, Michael. Wrong, wrong screen, Michael. You do Jacob, work here, where right? are you? Jacob, where are Jacob, you? All right. <laughs> Tom Brady, his entire career at Gillette Stadium, lost 13 games. Mac Jones has already lost 13. And I love Mac. And you know what? I heard a, a, a commentator the other day said, Mac Jones was on the Browns. They are a playoff team and a dangerous team. So the Patriots got some stuff to fix, but uh, I thought that was that was a crazy stat. He's already lost as many games. Um, this one is cool. This is Harvey Haddix. He once lost a perfect game on the 37th batter in the 13th inning. So, Needless to say, a low-scoring affair. But could you imagine imagine the ninth inning, the tenth inning, the eleventh inning, the twelfth inning? You still have a perfect game. You finally lose it in the thirteenth inning, the thirty-seventh batter. So I thought that was pretty crazy. And let's end with this one. In an ode to Vin Scully, he once called a game managed by Connie Mack, who was born in eighteen sixty-two. Vin Scully also called a game pitched by Julio Urias, born in 1996. Whoa. That is a span, what, of 134 years. That's That guy called a lot of baseball. And that, Man. my friends, is a crazy stat. Well, guys, if you've made it this far, please like, subscribe, comment. Let us know how we're doing. Leave a review. Josh, if I don't talk to you, see you before, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I'm certainly thankful yep. for you, your friendship. Jacob, we missed you. Guys, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see yep. you guys next time. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Come see us this weekend. Absolutely.